Welcome back to the Two Promises Podcast. Let's dive right into another exciting adventure with BD and crew as he pursues his new passion of one day finding the most epic bourbon. The Two Promises team send their special thanks to Hobie and the Huckleberries for their masterful theme music. So grab a glass, relax, and enjoy responsibly. Baby says she'd leave it if I don't stop drinking wine. So I switched to whiskey and I'm feeling fine. Drinking that smooth, smooth whiskey. No more wine. I like straight bourbon. Oh, baby, you try to ride. Welcome back. I am so excited to be recording again. We are on the BD Bobber, and we have been blown slightly off course. With all these crazy weather conditions and climates and stuff, I think that that's safe to say that pretty normal for a boat. But luckily, I'm a sailor. I can get us back on course. I'm telling you, it has been just a pretty crazy week. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I went halfway around the world. It's crazy. So I'd like to get us back on course. And I know we've talked a lot over the last mm, few weeks, a month, maybe, about different drinks, about coffees and teas and different health properties of these things. And all the stories of our launch episodes have kind of tied in with those things. So for me, getting us back on course would be getting us back to the bourbon. But as I do that, I'd like to kind of honor the journey that got us here, whether we feel like we were off course or whether we drifted or whatever the climate or the conditions were that got us to here, to today, to right now. I'd like to honor those stories and I'd like to bring it back into the alcohol realm, right? We talk about drinks, drinks of people's choices and alcohol. So all of these things that we've talked about through these stages of grief, through these cycles of life, be that death, growth after death, weddings, new life, new births, what it might be. So through those stories, I want to take the time to recenter, refocus, honor ourselves, all of the situations that shaped us, and honor those before us in this life. So the mentors, the people that you have run into that have maybe gone a little bit further down a different road than you have, they may be younger, maybe older, but their experience is different because they've traveled to different places. So once we've honored ourselves and we can honor those before us in this life, those mentors, those people that we can learn from, be it positive, like they taught you in a positive way, or maybe they didn't teach you in the best way, but you still found something positive in it. So I'd like to take the time to honor those before us in our lives, which I think we did very well with those stories. And again, I kind of did it on my Facebook, but I would like to just kind of wish an early happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps for all of their efforts in kind of steering this sailor back on course in a lot of different ways. So I want to say thank you to them because that's the people in this life right now, the people that are 
telling the story with us right now, regardless of the path that they're on. And then I'd like to honor our ancestors before us, those people that are no longer with us. So back from our dead, you know, grandparents, brothers, sisters, whatever, what have you, all the way back down that line. But in the course of me drifting off course, or again, whatever, it's how we got here, but I've been able to collect like quite a few treasures. So I want to say thank you to everyone that has been involved in sharing their treasures with me, be that their life experiences, their learning, or their knowledge about something that I might know something about, but I could learn more. And also like physical treasures that I've been able to accumulate with the this new pup. I'm giving myself a little bit of personal freedom to do some retail therapy for me and the pup. And, you know, the beautification of this vessel that I'm trying to restore. So an investment in the future, but also some retail therapy, which was great. So thanks for that. But some of the treasures, I mean, they, they all just fit so well in this in this vessel, in this boat, on the BD Bobber. But, like, they're so unique that they just fit me as well. That they fit my story as well. And I find that fascinating and captivating. And they were found at a, a thrift store, Consignment Classics. So, whosoever's stories that these intertwined with before they joined my story, I just, I want to thank you too. And if you find yourself kind of strapped for cash right now or, you know, you're, you don't have the spending power that you used to or you're afraid to kind of go out there, but you also need some outlets and you need some ways to kind of get new life for yourself. I mean, I was happy to share a dinner with Emily, I don't know, a night or two ago, whenever it was. But it was more of just stopping by for a conversation to catch up because we've been different places and also break bread, if you will, whatever you want to call it. And... She was talking about the update she's done for the boat and how she would like to do more, but she's just cautious about spending. And I was like, the secondhand stores, the thrift stores, binge and purge. You know what I mean? Like, go out there, search for things in your price range and your budget and your space range, and then give back. Whether that's there or at a free table at like a location near you or, or just asking questions of your neighbors of the things, the problems that they're having. And maybe you'll just naturally come across one. And then that's just a great way to just to make circles instead of lines or even squiggles so anyway i mean these treasures i believe came from probably our ancestors before us just based on the nature of their craftsmanship and some of the imprints and while i said i got blown off course and i thought that maybe i almost ended up in korea well maybe it was london i don't know because of some of these artifacts so to tie back in after the thank yous after the connections I guess a big part of this story and the thank you to the Marine Corps and and all is that and the and the veterans and those before us, particularly me and my life and my perceptive reality, the way I was raised, the way I grew, the way I learned, and then to where I am now is that all of those different beverages, whether it's tea, alcoholic, non alcoholic, water, wine, bourbon, gin, rum chin, whatever, is that the dead drink first. And while BD and the Two Promises podcast did not start the way I envisioned it, I think it was a great way to honor those before us whenever we get back to now. So, The Dead Drink First. That is a book that I read. 
Actually, I listened to it on audiobook while I was in a very tough time in my life. And a book that I listened to on audiobook while I was kind of going through like a tougher time in my life. It was definitely, I was toiling inwardly and outwardly. It was definitely one of those years. It was a great drought, a great desert, a great whatever you want to call it, or perhaps even being lost at sea. But the book, I'll try to say the author's name, what the issue I'm having is The Dead Drink First by Dale Maharaj. Maharaj, I don't know how it's pronounced. But it's the story of a, a child who grew up with a father who was in the thick of some of the fighting during World War II. And as I was, and it's a picture, a photograph, and a recovery of the remains or the story of a friend of this person's dad. And that's what the story is. And it's a very, very deep, very heavy story. But in a lot of ways, I got so immersed in it that I also kind of believed it was my story as well. Even though it wasn't World War II, the era, the time frame, and that's where I kind of maybe got a little bit lost because I saw other wars. I saw my wars. I saw my friends' wars. I saw all of these struggles that people have warred with and gone through over time, and I found it to be a very powerful piece of literary composition and life. So if you haven't listened to it and you're at all interested in psychology, in behavioral psychology, and also in history, and veterans issues, mental health issues, anxiety, traumatic brain injury, concussive injuries, fascinating book. Absolutely fascinating. So for a lot of those reasons, I found myself so engrossed and so entwined into that piece. I do want to bring us back to alcohol. Alcohol kind of came through grains and stuff like that, through beer fermentation, right, to make beer. And a lot of the reasons that this was done was because in really early, like, cultures, it was a good way to ensure a clean water source that you could drink to put water in your body, but it could also have calories. So way back in the day, it would not be uncommon for children to be drinking a beer because of these reasons. But alcohol that we're talking about is like a descendant of this process, or maybe, I'm not sure about all the science, but it's an offshoot, right? So alcohol was, I believe, originally kind of founded, but based on some really great textbooks that I've listened to from Amazon, the great courses and just various things. But alcohol has been considered the elixir of life. It is, and we can talk about chemical properties later or whatever, but it, it's a solution whenever you look at things. And I think we've, we've mentioned that before. So depending on what channel you're listening to, depending on, you know, because there's lots of hosting platforms, and I'm still trying to figure out the timing of when everything drops and which episode says what we're working on it. But go ahead, have a shot of Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? Maybe four, whatever. Just think the old number seven brand for, uh, you know, holding down the fort for so many years through American history. So, you know, have a shot of Jack. Drink a beer. You know what I'm saying? It's good old Brockmire. 
but not beer, Jack Daniels, or whatever whatever your beverages of choice. You know, I'm not trying to influence your level of sobriety necessarily, but nostalgia. It's a good thing. Alcohol. So the root word of alcohol actually comes from like Arabic. And I think it was from 4th century. There was, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, 721 to 815 AD. They were looking into cosmetics in Egypt. And as a result, they, and life extension, beauty, anti-aging, all of these things that so many people are huge industries, even today. So back in 721, 815 AD, no different, right? How can we live longer? How can we look better? How can we maintain function better as we do what we do, as we go through all the cycles of life? So it's been considered the water of life. But the root word in Arabic, I think, was coal. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right or saying it right. But it was like a blue dye for different facial makeups or something like that. And it was something that they really like liked back then or whatever. They thought that was really great because they were trying to make that whenever they distilled a version of alcohol, I believe. Water of life. So, I guess one thing that I would like to say, after having said all that, to bring us back to whiskey. <laughs> had to talk about alcohol a little bit. Talk about beer a little bit. Beer. Calories. All right. Let me back it back up a little bit. I got really excited about whiskey, jumped ahead to Jack Daniels. But there was a guy who for Lent, it was, I read the article last year. We'll post it in the show notes or whatever about this guy who decided that he was going to give up all other forms of sustenance for Lent except for beer. And so he just went on a completely all beer diet and he lost 44 pounds. Just read the article. I don't know where you look for it. This is just the one I pulled off the line. I don't know. Do your research. Look it up. I just thought it was a fascinating story. I really enjoyed that story, and it kind of inspired my journey to go back to bourbon and find some of those whiskeys that I just really appreciated and valued the most out of the other ones. And the beauty of life is that our taste buds change as you grow and as you change. And so what... I might have liked years ago, I may not be quite as enthralled with. It could come back around in the cycle, who knows, but I can still value and appreciate it. So if we're going to go back to tying it back in, ancestry, our own personal life cycle of growth and development, and mentally, physically, skin, everything. So this guy just drank beer, literally. I don't remember how many days. Read the story. And I've got a can of 394 Pale Ale, so Padres having a heck of a season. So do a little shout out to to Ale Smith Brewing Company out of San Diego, California, and the 394 Pale Ale. Who I was here, Tony Glenn, yeah, 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 Tony Glenn, yeah, yeah. I was here, I think, whenever he retired, but I had trouble names with names for a while. But I do, I love Pale Ales, and uh, they did a good job with this one, absolutely. So San Diego style Pale Ale, 394 Pale Ale. We'll throw that one in. But this guy went on an all-freaking-beer diet for Lent. And there's monks that do this in Europe, right? they That's just how they live. They brew their own booze and they theologize or whatever it is. They be monks. I, it's pretty freaking cool. So I joked with some of my friends, I don't know, earlier this year, whenever I started kind of doing the intermittent fasting and working on just finding what my body needed to function, finding what inputs it needed and out for, for what outputs I could gain. And I just joked with my friends that I was trying to change my body's metabolism from sugars or from whatever it's already doing to ethanol. 
it was a little joke, but it's, it's just fascinating because it, it tied me back into the story that I read last year. And it tied me back in to now. So, absolutely fascinating. So, with that being said, I think now it's a appropriate time to introduce the theme of Season 1. So, alcohol being a solution, I stated that I was going to launch a solution to COVID on September 13th, 2020. Alcohol being the elixir of life, I would like to request that we, as a collective, make bourbon medicine again. Make bourbon medicine again. Alcohol was originally designed to prolong life, to make the life we live sweeter, more enjoyable, to make it healthier, to make it richer. And there's so many different ways you can enjoy an alcohol. And even throughout United States history, even throughout different eras where alcohol was prohibited or highly tariffed or highly taxed or just stored in waiting, you could still get a prescription for alcohol. And however you used it from there, you could get it. So I find that entirely fascinating. And with so many things going on in so many people's lives and so much hurt and so much heartache and so many spikes in suicide and so many spikes in crisis interventions. And while I'm not trying to make light of any addictions or alcoholic abuse, I would like to bring it back around. And I would like to say that there is a healing in finding that right balance. There is a healing in finding that right physiological state that you can be in to where you can at least reduce some of those clutters, some of those internal stressors, some of those anxieties within your body, be it pain, dysfunction, disability. But when you find those things that just tone down the noise that our bodies create naturally so that we can experience better the things surrounding us, I think that that would be very healthy and freeing for a lot of people. And I believe that because I've listened to so many other people tell me their stories. I've heard the stories. I've lived the stories. And then I made a choice to go down a different story of my own, a different path from anything that I had ever done before. And in that journey, on that path, I discovered something that at least I will claim as a personal truth. What anyone else wants to do with whatever I say next, wildly and totally entirely up to you and change around the words. Find the right variables to make bourbon medicine again in your life. And... I believe you're going to start seeing some very, very powerful changes. So I do want to say thank you all for joining me on my journey to find the medicine that I need to help better exist here on this planet with everyone else. And 
I encourage, I want to say thank you for listening in. And if you take some medicine from this show, let us know in a review. Drop it in a Facebook comment. Just hashtag two promises, whatever. Express gratitude in your own personal way, however you would like to do it. Word of mouth, it doesn't matter. But give a little bit back if you found some medicine, if you found some healing. And again, substitute some words. Maybe you're not a freaking whiskey person. Wine, water, tea, a breath of fresh air, stretching, a walk in the park, calligraphy. Doesn't matter. Find the medicine. Apply it. Use it. Share it. It's all around us. It's all. It's all. It's all around us. So, don't be shy. Make bourbon medicine again. Let's do it. All right. Thank you for joining us today on this curious roller coaster of life. If this is your stop, please exit peacefully. Enjoy the rest of your day. If you're ready for another one, just push play. Just a final note before you go. Thank you. And thank you for feeling. The distillation and aging process is different for everyone. I'm not quite sure what you're ready for. Sip slowly and enjoy responsibly. Oh, wow.